Good morning, everybody. It is Thursday. It's such a beautiful day out today.、Um, the sun is shining so brightly.、Uh, first off, I'd like to send a prayer out to my friend Sonia. She、uh, just had a death in her family, and she's just asking for prayers, and hopefully, God brings her some peace into her family during this time. Um, I haven't experienced death in a really long time, so I really feel for people that have to go through the process. And it's been a hard year already with COVID 19.、Um, we've had all these uprisings and riots, and just kind of a, a, a hinder in having to、uh, handle these things. So. My heart really does go out to her. She's she's been a very very dear friend, and she is such a loving person. She is so loving. Oh, she's just an amazing soul. Absolutely love her. My heart goes out to you, and you are in my prayers.、Um, I would like to share with you、uh, something that happened with me. So I was walking the other day, and I look up in the tree, and I see this little teeny bird, and he was still fuzzy. And I was like, "What is he doing out of the nest?" And he was kind of stumbling along, bouncing on the branches. And as you can see here, I drew a picture. So he was up here, and he was he was bouncing on the branches. And I was like,、oh, "It's a baby bird learning how to maneuver in the world. How beautiful!" And I will sit and watch creation. For hours, I could sit and watch the birds outside my window for hours, and the squirrels. Like I feed the birds and squirrels outside my window, and I sit in that very chair right there. I'll sit in that chair in front of my window for hours and watch them eat and play. It's so beautiful. So I'm watching this guy just stumble along, and I'm like, "This is so beautiful." It's like watching a child take his first steps. Just how beautiful. And these are this is a blackbird. Now, if anybody's familiar with blackbirds, they're known as the pesky, annoying bird. They multiply. They're loud. They're everywhere.、Um, I guess I've never had an issue with them because I grew up in the country, so we always had blackbirds.、Uh, and、uh, so, to me, they're just another bird. But as I'm staring at this baby bird, suddenly the mom starts freaking out. Okay, and then next thing you know, she's got a whole gang of blackbirds, and they're swirling around me, trying to get me to look this way. And I, this is for real. These birds were strategic. I'm over here staring at the baby bird, and it wasn't just the mother; it was the whole clan of blackbirds were up swirling at the top of this building. Flying by me, trying to get me to walk towards them and pay attention to them, and not focus on the baby, to protect them. They were they were joining together as a family, not just one. It wasn't just the mom all alone. They didn't just say, "Oh, mom, you got it by yourself." No, the whole gang joined in, and they were trying to get my attention, and they were getting close to me. And then they'd fly up to the top of the building, and they'd all just, you know, screech that screech. And I'm looking at them like, "This is so beautiful. These birds are get ganging together to protect 
this this young baby and it's and they're doing it together it was so instinctive and beautiful that uh you know normally like robins it'll be just the two parents you'll see robins and you'll just see the mom and dad protecting the baby um i don't know about doves uh i'll have to watch them a little bit further but the blackbirds it was the whole flock of blackbirds who jumped in and i just sat and watched and i just sat and watched in amazement how beautiful god's creation came together to protect this one innocent baby um and not that i was going to do anything but imagine a cat um a curious child and it you know um a very immature adult who would try to you know knock it out of the tree those things do happen and these birds instinctively jump to the rescue to strategically divert my attention from this baby to them such a beautiful thing creation when you actually take the time to watch it they're just so amazing and when i saw that i thought wow just you know i have experienced people who are like that like my friend sonia she is a loving person but then there are others in the world who just go you know they're on their own good luck to you you know you know i can't help you there are people that go i don't want to deal with negative people in my life i don't want to deal with them they need to stay away from me and you know these blackbirds really just opened to my eyes what like we should if the birds can do it why aren't we loving each other and coming together and loving each other and people so often call these birds annoying and pesky and and all of the negative things the negative attachments when truly they're pretty smart these birds were strategic. I couldn't believe it. So I wanted to share that with you. And today's daily bread. Uh the verse of the day comes from Isaiah chapter 48 verse 11. It says, "I will not yield my glory to another." I absolutely love this because God will test your faith. He will. Um my faith has been tested uh several times. and at the end of it all i know that i will never turn back and i'm never going to serve satan and in serving satan i'm just not going to go back to my selfish ways i don't want that life anymore i would never give satan the power to have control from me ever again because god has shown me that understanding and it took a long time to understand when i was drinking i was worshiping Satan. I was giving my life to him. I was weakening my defenses and he just I was his vessel. I was doing whatever I wanted in a selfish way and that was self-serving and that was serving the enemy. And I'll never do that again. No matter how blind I may be and not understand why God does things, I do have faith in him and I will never turn my back on him. I'm so deeply rooted in the things like he's worked so hard in my life. I just words can't even describe how much work and love and time and effort he has put into my life. And because of that, I just I cannot turn my back on him. So this verse is very very beautiful. And this story is called Perspectives from Above. 
When Peter Welch, a young boy in the 1970s using a metal detector was only a hobby, but since 1990, he's been leading people from around the world on metal detecting excursions. They've made thousands of discoveries, swords, ancient jewelry, coins, using Google Earth, a computer-based uh, are a computer program based on satellite imagery. They look for patterns on the landscape on farmland in the United Kingdom. It shows them where roads, buildings, and other structures may have been centuries ago. Ooh, can you imagine back in the kingdom days when people were getting robbed in the forest and, and like coins spilled everywhere? What a treasure find. That would be so cool. Peter says, to have a perspective from above opens a whole new world. Huh, imagine like it is a different perspective being above everything and just kind of understanding and looking down at the layout like you see beyond like my focus is just right in front of me like being above I can't imagine being an airplane I've never been in one God's people in Isaiah's day needed a perspective from above they prided themselves on being his people yet were disobedient and refused to give up their idols God had another perspective. Despite their rebellion, he would rescue them from captivity in Babylon. Why? For my sake, I will not yield my glory to another. God's perspective from above is that life is for his glory and purpose, not ours. Our attention is not to be given to him and his plans and to point and and to pointing others to praise him too. Having God's glory as our own life's perspective opens a whole new world. Only he knows what we will discover about him and what he has for us. He will teach us what is good for us and lead us along the paths we should follow. What can you praise God for today? How might you go about having God increase in your life and you decrease? God, I want my life to be about you and not myself. Teach me and change me. This is so beautiful because God has shown me the understanding that what I think is good for me hasn't always been what God has planned for me. In fact, he always had better. I would think I'm doing this one thing and it's going to have this outcome and then it wouldn't be. Uh, or I would want to plan my day ahead of time and then God would completely change it up and it would end up being better. And through those lessons, I've learned not to pre-plan my days, have expectations, because my understanding is just from my human point of view. It's only what I've learned through life that I, that I understand and think what could happen. And God has made grander things happen in my life than I could ever imagine that no human can even explain. And so this morning on my walk... It was so very beautiful because as I was looking at houses and looking at things, and there are a lot of nice houses on my walk, but they're big houses, they're grand houses, they have all, they look beautiful. And there was just something in me that was like, I don't even want something that grand. I just want something in my life that is simple, that fits me and my needs because I want less to give more in this world. And that is the way God has been molding me for a long time. He's been teaching me how to live with less and want less so that I can give more out into the world um, 
to bring others closer to him. And that is more fulfilling than having stuff. And there's a lot of things that have been unfolding in my life that are giving. Like I have these plans of giving in to certain groups and certain places where they're wanting God's word. They just don't have the resources. And it's God's unfolding this beautiful plan for me to make it happen and using me. And it's it's so beautiful to want to give like that. So when I was walking and I saw that and I told God, because God will make things happen for you if it's for his, you know, for the greater purpose. But I know later in my life, I do want a home of my own. I don't want to always live in an apartment. But what do I really want in my heart? Where do I see myself living? What do I see when I'm looking at those grand houses? I see a really nice house, but I don't want it. I want something simple so I can go out and have more resources to give more to those who are searching for God. Because a lot of people don't have the financial resources or the wisdom or the knowledge to reach out into the world and bring God to them. And that's what makes it so beautiful to want less of myself and want more of God in me. And that moment was so beautiful when I realized that. like. I want less. I knew that when I decided to give my car away, I no longer wanted to have a vehicle at the time. I wanted less. I wanted to understand what it was like to live with as little as possible and and know that that's okay. And I, I appreciate the things I have now. I don't want a bunch of things because the more I have, the more it suffocates me and the more it diminishes the Holy Spirit trying to reach out and love others through me. It holds me back. The more stuff I have, the more I feel weighted down in where I want to go in life. So I rely on God to have that greater vision because I can only see what's out in front of me. And I'm going to draw for you When we have God's perspective and we have faith in him and we have faith, then we don't worry about what the next step is. Because see, here's me. Okay? And I can see I can see right in front of me. I can see one step at a time. That's what I see. Now, God sees my whole life. And he is my umbrella. And all I know is my faith in him is all I need is that one step at a time. He is the, uh, his word is the lamp to my feet and the light to my life. All I need is to see where I'm placing my feet and I know he's got the rest. I'm not worried about tomorrow because tomorrow will take care of itself. 
and I don't worry about today because what God has laid out for me is better than I could ever imagine. And this is where God having the greater vision and you must have faith in that because when you stop having faith in God and you start worrying and you start going, I'm not sure I want to go that way. God will want you to go this way and you'll be like, I'm not sure because my fear is holding me back. I'm going to go what's safe and comfortable and you'll totally miss the avenue that's taking you to your blessing that God's trying to take you. So now he's got to go with you for a while and redirect you on that path. You're just you're holding yourself further from God's blessing. That's why faith is so important. Believing in the things you can't see. The verse today, Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1, was absolutely beautiful. I read that today that went on my picture that I took. And it goes, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for the evidence of things not seen and that is absolutely so beautiful i have so much faith in god because he is i've allowed him to show me how to trust him and that he can be trusted and he does make things happen and i they may not be what i think i want but they're what i need and that's all i need to know at this point in my life i don't need to know tomorrow i don't even need to know two hours from now i know i'm doing this right now i may have breakfast and after that i'm on god's time this is his day his life he has now created me to use me and I have absolute faith in whatever he has planned for me will be absolutely beautiful. Even if it's a struggle, the hardest moments define us. So I don't fear those painful moments. I don't fear the struggles. I, I welcome them as a challenge in my life to build strength, to build confidence, to build me to bear more spiritually for God and for him to use me as an example for others to bring them closer to him. It's absolutely beautiful. Faith is such a beautiful thing and it takes time and God knows it takes time for us to trust in him. Many people who are broken don't know how to trust, but when you give God the chance, he builds it in you. And it's so, it's so beautiful. I remember the time that I would not even allow him to touch me with his presence. Like I knew he was there and I just didn't want him to touch me with his love. I felt undeserving. I just didn't. I was so fearful of it. I'm not deserving. I just, I don't know what's going to happen. And I don't, I don't trust you. And when it finally came out, he's like, okay. So it was like little bits, little touches of love. It was like, he, it was like a, like a, like a, like imagine a cloud of love. And he would slowly like start slowly touching me. And it just, it took time for him to slowly like, consume me with his presence and then eventually I started letting him into my heart but it took a while for him to even get like close enough to touch me with his love it's such a beautiful thing and I want it for everybody so that is the daily bread for today and I hope this inspires you to really think about faith think about the times that you know God was asking you to go one direction and out of fear you went another because fear um satan resides in negative emotions satan resides in fear fear is only in our heads and fear holds you back fear is what we create 
and that it just puts us in bondage and don't be in bondage you have nothing to lose with trying and if god is calling you to do it it's meant for a great purpose and just thinking of jesus as an example he knew he was going to die on the cross he knew it and he did it without hindering his purpose without losing love for god without losing love and faith in us and humanity and what a beautiful thing to have faith in all of those things i love you guys and you have a wonderful day god bless